Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new year and new season on The Wrap, Michigan Medicine's employee podcast. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. Now I'm Dan's trusty sidekick, Jeremy Fallis. Today, we're going to talk about sustainability and steps the organization is taking to help protect the environment. Now, as I mentioned, this is our first podcast of 2024, but be sure you go take some time to get caught up on any of the 2023 episodes you may have missed, including the year in review, which came out in late December. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. New episodes debut weekly, can also be found on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel, and as part of the headlines, we can review. So on that note, let's bring in two members of the team that are instrumental in helping Michigan Medicine enhance its environmental sustainability. Derek Terry, the Senior Administrative Manager for Contract and Retail Services, and Tony Denton, the Senior Vice President and Chief Environmental, Social, and Governance Officer. Thank you to both of you for joining us today. Thank you My pleasure. All right, now recently in headlines, we had a feature story about the Plastic Bottled Water Replacement Project. Can you tell us about that project and what it entails? Um, at, here at the hospital, we are looking to kind of reduce our use of single or our, our yeah, use of single use plastics uh, here at, in the retail setting. Uh, so what we are looking to do is uh, convert all single-use plastic water bottles uh, to either aluminum or boxed water. Uh, this will be sold in all of our cafeterias, our vending uh, spaces uh, here on the medical campus. Um, you know, plastic bottle replacement, it aims to reduce and find eco-friendly alternatives to single-use plastics, which will reduce environmental impacts. Uh, for those single-use plastics. It also involves promoting reusable options and developing sustainable materials as well. <clears throat> Tony, can you tell us a little bit about the origin of this project? How did it come to be? Uh, sure. Uh, this plastic bottle initiative is one of several. It's part of our environmental sustainability, carbon neutrality initiative uh, to improve planetary health. And as we think about plastic bottles, plastic water bottles in particular, and how they enter the waste stream. Uh, we wanted to take a real hard look and figure out how we can remove what turns out to be 113,000 or so bottles uh, from the waste stream to take that out and to find suitable alternatives that helps to address landfill use, as well as to protect our oceans and uh, sea life. Now, 113,000 is an incredible impact and it's just a huge project. It talks about the scope of that project. Who was pivotal in getting this accomplished, both at U of M Health and maybe some external partners who are helping with this? Yeah, so one uh, one person who is absolutely pivotal in this is obviously Tony Denton um, in, in, in leading this effort, um, along with Chris Victory as well, who is involved in our sustainability group. Um, some of the uh, outside agencies uh, and some of the folks we are partnering with, some of our contractors, Airmark, um, Picasso, as well as Continental Canteen, these are all groups that work with us. These are all contractors that uh, work within the health system and have been super supportive in this effort to kind of uh, change the way we are thinking about single-use plastics and, and how they affect our environment. Uh, so we, we've had uh, nothing but uh, positive support from all of our vendors as well. So. These efforts that includes collaboration with other agencies and organizations is fundamental to our ability to transform 
and to uh, address the, uh, the challenges that we face with global warming and climate change. So as we think about the different companies that we interact with, we're looking for alignment of vision um, and, and interest uh, to do the same. Um, because we can't do this by ourselves, obviously, particularly when it comes to uh, changing the way we do things, which includes who we buy things from. And so we have to have engagement and agreement uh, in order to advance. And, you know, just to kind of talk a little more about that in, you know, when, when I first got involved with the, the sustainability group here, you know, I didn't have a lot of information on kind of, you know, single use plastics or their, their impact on the environment till I really started digging into this actual uh, pro pro project, I guess. Um, and looking at the data out there, it was eye opening, um, you know, when you really dig into uh, the effects that the single use plastics have in our oceans, like Tony had said, for instance. Uh, I believe there are some statistics out there that state that by the t by 2050, I believe, uh, there will be more plastic in our oceans than there will be uh, fish or animals in our oceans. So it it's it was eye opening for me to kind of see that that kind of uh, that information, uh, which really kind of changed my outlook on it altogether because I just didn't know or understand it. But at this point, you know. I always look at it like I want to leave this place better for my kids. And it really got me to change even the way I, I operate at home. Um, and when I think about single use plastic. So. so you pretty much answered the next question I have for you about, you know, positive impacts of replacing, you know, uh, single use bottles here at UM Health. But maybe you could tell me a little bit more about why aluminum is being used, why box water, and what those products are, and what people will be expecting to see in the cafeterias and vending machines moving forward. Yeah, so we we did do some some research and and what is out there? What are our options out there uh, when we look at trying to reduce or eliminate single use plastic bottles? Um, so the 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 one main thing that we we realized is out there is aluminum. It's actually kind of a new thing. It's, aluminum bottled water um, and also the boxed water, which has been out there for, for a little while, uh, which we will also, we will be carrying both of them. Um, the aluminum we went with, because obviously aluminum has a, a sustainable kind of recyclable um, ability to it. it. You know, it can be recycled over and over uh, where most of your single use plastics can't be recycled at all. And, and there's also recycle, recycle streams that we already have set up for aluminum. Um, so that would be another kind of uh, positive thing that we already have the, the recycling stream for this. So uh, we understood that that might make it easier um, as far as this, this, this transition to aluminum goes. Yeah, nearly 75% nearly of all aluminum is recycled and still in use today. So it's very durable. I think it's really interesting because so often you're told, like, recycle your bottles of water or, you know, your plastic bottles. And you don't realize that on the back end, so much of that isn't getting recycled, even if you put it in the bins, right, to, yep. to get them recycled. You put them down at the street to be taken by recycling. They're still just one-time use, and a lot of them just end up in the landfill anyway. So it's really interesting um, and important what you're doing. And I know that this project is one of many when it comes to sustainability. And maybe Tony, you can talk about this a little bit first. Um, 
what else is in store for you know Planet Blue at U of M Health? I know that you've got the plastic water. Um, we've talked about some recycling in the ORs and things like that. There are so many different projects going on. What can we expect next? Yeah, the uh, medical plastics recycling initiative in the OR will carry over uh, throughout this year. So we have we started in the Children and Women's Hospital. We have other sites to take that initiative to, including UH, CBC, Brighton, Kellogg, East. Uh, medical campus. Um, so that initiative will continue to um, to move on into future phases. Uh, we're doing a lot in clinical sustainability. Uh, we'll continue to carry out our measures of what's happening with green anesthesia. We're starting an initiative on greening radiology, looking at how to conserve more energy with the technologies that we ha have in place, the MRI in particular. We're doing a uh, audit in pathology for a greening pathology initiative also with the intent to make it as environmentally friendly as possible uh, given the the breadth the uh, depth of our laboratories across our healthcare settings um so all of those are continuing to be key we continue to make progress with lead certification on the pavilion with an aim to achieve platinum uh, certification the highest level available for um, healthcare facilities um, and so it's, it's a lot of, a lot of those initiatives, but it's also continuing to educate and inform how people can adopt these practices at home. What we want to do is to take these models of excellence and to really improve planetary health. We all have to do it wherever we are, uh, not just here at work. And I think that's, a, that's such a great way to leave it. And, and uh, Derek, can you remind uh, the folks that I don't think we had the chance to mention before, when is the date for this going into uh, practice and what should people expect when they enter the cafeterias in February? I believe the date we're going to go live is February 12th. Um, and uh, you should start to see um, plain water bottles be uh, exchanged or uh, taken out of uh, circulation and replaced with the aluminum uh, bottles as well as the boxed water. Um, so you you will still continue to see some of the single-use plastic water like uh, that we don't have an option to go to yet, um, but just understand that we are still looking for other options that we can uh, reduce even further down our single-use plastics. Thank you for that. Thank you for letting everybody know. And thank you for both of you for sharing this important information. Uh, if you want to learn more about Planet Blue and the Plastic Bottle Water Replacement Project, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. All right, it's time for the lightning round when we ask one of our guests four quick fire questions. Derek, we're going to put you in the spotlight today. Are you ready to go? Yes, let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so to get started, Derek, on a professional level, what are you most looking forward to in 2024? Wow, that's a good, good, very good question. Very good question. Uh, I, I'm looking for a lot professionally. Uh, honestly, th this is one of the things I'm looking forward to is get, making this transition. Um, it's been actually uh, uh, very good because, you know, when, when the story ran, I bet I got at least three emails from folks congratulating me and saying, this is awesome. It's about time we did this. Um, I had a phone call um, from a gentleman from the campus side of things saying, this is a great thing to do. I'm glad you guys are doing this. Um, so I'm honestly 
getting more and more excited about kind of this transfer and kind of where this will end. Because I do truly believe that this is just kind of the beginning. Um, and, and you know, we will uh, continue to move forward on this, you know, environmental sustainability kind of train we're on. So. All right. So I've got a similar question for you on a personal level. What are you most looking forward to in 2024? Honestly, um, I, I, I just took on this role. I'm new to this role. I've been in this role about a year and a half almost now. Um, and I am learning so much about how this University of Michigan, uh, Michigan medicine machine moves forward. Uh, all of the, the different things that are in place, to, you know, and, and just understanding what it takes to move uh, something like an organization like Michigan Medicine Forward. Um, has been super exciting for me, and I am so ready to continue to learn more about how this all works and and just do the best I can in this role. Well, since you have mentioned your certain role right now, what would you say is the best piece of advice that you've gave you? Sorry, that you've been given since you moved through your career here at Michigan Medicine. Uh, I can say the best piece of advice would probably be think think big picture. Um, you know, you, I, I think we, we as I've grown up here at the university, I've been here about 22 years almost now. Um, and, you know, I've always looked at it, you know, and, and tried to advance myself and move up in life. And, you know, every step you can affect people, right? So as a security officer where I started out, I could affect those around me. Uh, then I moved into supervision. I could affect my whole team. Then I moved into leadership in DPSS where I could affect a whole day shift with my, my kind of thoughts. And, and just the higher I move, I look at trying to make this place better for those that are coming behind me. So um, I don't know if I answered your question all the way, but that's kind of where, where I'm at. I love it. And I think it, that's a piece of advice you can give to people that are following in your footsteps, right? Like make it better for the people coming after you. Make it better today than it was yesterday. And I think that that's part of this sustainability thing in a broader scope, right? Let's yeah. make the planet better today or better tomorrow than it is today. Yeah. Um, I think it all sort of comes full circle. All right. Yeah. I have the most important question. Uh, okay. Everybody's been paying attention to football in these parts over the last few weeks. You had Michigan winning the national title. You have the Lions mm -hmm. on the verge of the Super Bowl. Um, are you into football? I hope so. And if not, are there any sports that you're a fan of? I am absolutely into football. Um, I absolutely admit it, right now you could not be in a better place for football <laughs> yep. than in Michigan. I'll be honest with you. Um, I watched the game uh, last night, or I mean, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, last night. It, it's just so exciting right now to be a football fan in the state of Michigan. Number one, and to me, this was even bigger than the Super Bowl when Michigan won the national championship. Mm -hmm. I have been a Michigan fan since like back in 97 when they split it. And it wasn't really fair if you ask me, but <laughs> no, Nebraska uh, didn't deserve it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but but no, it, it was so surreal and just awesome to see the university, um, you know, be placed on that pedestal above all other universities when it comes to our football program. Um, it was very good to see, and I'm absolutely loving it. Uh, and hopefully our Lions can do the same thing. One more win, and, and you know, they're they're there too. So Yeah, what's your be... prediction? Do you got them going to the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be tough, 
It'll be huh? tough. Um, I think San Francisco's good, uh, but I do believe the Lions just have – they have, I think, a fan base now beyond Detroit. I think there are a lot of people that are wanting them to win now just because of the story. So hopefully they can pull it out. You heard it here, Brock Purdy. Derek, Terry, coming <laughs> for right. you. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you, Derek, for playing along today. And again, if you want to learn more about the sustainability work here at Michigan Medicine, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. And while you're there, you can find this week's featured stories, including a look at Windows 11, which will soon be rolled out across the organization. Learn about that project and much, much more at mmheadlines.org. Okay, Dan, we asked Derek what he is most looking forward to in 2024. How about you? Well, much like him, I'm looking forward to the Lions Super Bowl title. Um, so that's definitely something. Um, I, I have a couple things that I'm looking forward to on the sports front. Um, so I'm the the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines, which is the uh, kids wheelchair basketball team here at Michigan Medicine. And we just uh, this past weekend went to our first tournament since before COVID. So uh, it was four years in the making and a lot of hard work and getting the kids back and we're out in Indiana and we're going to have a couple, at least another tournament in March. Um, and then in the fall, we'll be going back. So I'm really looking forward to that and traveling with the team and giving these kids an awesome experience. And then on a really personal level, um, I'm looking forward to good health this year. I had some health setbacks last year um, and it was, I got through them all, which is great. Um, so I'm really looking forward to a much healthier 2024 and I can make sure that I'm doing absolutely everything I want to be doing. So how about you, Jeremy? I mean, first of all, congrats to you and your Wolverines. First of all, terrific marketing, great name. And it's good to see your kids playing so well and having a lot of fun out there. Congratulations. And sneak peek of next week's podcast. We will uh, be talking about the Wolverines a little bit more. So, you know, we're all about trying to market in the future. So yes. congratulations again. That was well earned. Uh, for me, for 2024, uh, obviously having a family of young kids, they're always asking about what's next, what's next, what's next. And we're just waiting for the snow to melt so we can go outside and do more things. Um, then go sledding and do stuff like that. But, you know, when it's a polar vortex and about to rain today, you know, you really can't do either when it's too cold or too wet. Um, so looking forward to the summer, traveling around uh, with them and seeing the new experiences. It's, it's fun seeing uh, the world through their eyes and getting to give them experiences that maybe, you know, me and my wife didn't have as kids growing up. Uh, and it's just been a blast to see them grow up and, and get to see the world and experience lots of things for the first time and, and get that excitement as well. That's awesome. Yep. All right. It's time for the weekly trivia contest. For over a century, Michigan Medicine has been on a mission to bring Michigan answers to patients and families across Michigan and beyond. It's why University of Michigan Health is honored to have been named Michigan's number one hospital once again by U.S. News & World Report and to have been named year after year to the prestigious honor roll of the nation's top hospitals. If you need a Michigan answer in your life, think Michigan Medicine and visit michigananswers.com. This week's question is, who was recently named the next chief nurse executive at U of M Health? Once again, who was recently named the next chief nurse executive at U of M Health? You can find the answer in headlines, and once you know it, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a prize. That's all we have for today. Thank you to Tony and Derek once again for joining us. And thanks as always to our listeners and viewers for everything that you do for patients, families, and each other. We'll see you next week. <laughs>